Do you believe people can change, really change, the kind of change that lasts, that seems to impact the very nature of another person? That's the wrong question. The real question is, do you believe in that kind of change for yourself? What if you could eliminate the biggest thing keeping you from better habits, reaching bigger goals, or having greater peace in your home? And what if you could do it in the next 15 minutes? Would you be willing to listen? Or would you cling to old beliefs, old patterns, and old pride? In reality, most people will stop listening because they don't actually want to change. There's comfort in staying the same. It's the story they know. It's the story supported by a lifetime of evidence, a lifetime of experiences that say, this is just who they are. In fact, when you start to implement what I share today, they will deny your change. They may even get upset with you and claim that you're a fraud or comment on your change as something for the worse because nothing is so demoralizing as seeing someone else make a change we ourselves long to make. So in the next few minutes, I'm going to show you how to eliminate the biggest barrier to making change that lasts, why your so-called evidence is not what you think, and what to do when others make fun of your effort or deny your growth. And the best part is we will discuss fundamental principles that you can apply to change in your marriage, change in your parenting, change in your health, whatever change you desire, but haven't been able to make yet. Now is the time. So what is the biggest barrier? What is keeping you from true change? Well, let me start with a story. I lived in New Zealand for a time. While there, I would talk to other people about God, but I was lying to them. And not for the reason you might think. These amazing people would invite me into their homes to share my beliefs with them. They came from all different backgrounds and nationalities. There were Maoris, the native New Zealanders, people from all the Polynesian islands, from all over Europe, and everywhere else you could imagine. And I would look at these people, and I knew without any doubt that God loved them. I knew without hesitation that if they turned to God, he would embrace them and be the catalyst for change they desired. So what was the lie? It was this. I would say God loved all, forgave all, could change all. But I didn't believe that because I didn't really believe that applied to me. You see, I knew about all the bad choices I'd made. I knew what I had hidden and was hiding from others. I knew the darkest shadows and my biggest skeletons. I knew the fake faces I put on, the shame I hid. I knew the number of times I had promised never to make the same mistakes again. And I knew the number of times I had broken those promises. In other words, I believed God could bring change to everyone but me. Because apparently, I was bigger than God. Now, in my defense, I never thought of it like that at the time. Just like you don't think of it in those terms either. But it's the hidden truth behind a belief that you or your spouse or your loved one is not capable of true lasting change. And that is the biggest barrier to sustainable change. The belief that nothing else is bigger than what's holding you back. Ironic, right? Especially when you consider how small I felt being unable to change. So what do you do? Do you shame yourself? Do you let others put you down? Of course not. What you must do to eliminate this barrier is to grab hold of a belief in something bigger than yourself. And it must be something enduring. There are many good things that are good and worthwhile, but do not have the purity of foundation on which to build your lasting change. For me, this is Jesus Christ. What I once shared with others, even though I thought my mistakes were too big for his help, I now know the truth. 
and he is my catalyst to change. Now, you may not be prepared to or interested in looking to Jesus Christ, and that's your choice, but you must find something bigger than yourself. Be it a principle, a purpose, or a natural power, you must recognize that there are things bigger than what you desire to leave behind. This gives you an anchor by which you can give perspective to the change you desire to make. And the next question is how do you attach yourself to your new anchor in a way that leads to change? So I honestly wrote that question as something simpler. It was just, how do you attach yourself to your new anchor? But I realized there may be many of you that already believe in Jesus Christ or hold faith in a higher power by another name. I mean, look at me. I left my life behind to go teach others of a higher power that I didn't think could help me until I fixed myself. But in the last two decades, I've discovered the answer to how you attach yourself to your anchor in a way that leads to real change. It's a three-pronged approach found in step one of my 3D framework. And I'll give that to you now so you can apply it and begin the change you desire. Once you have your anchor, once you have decided and committed yourself to something you realize is and always will be bigger than any challenge, problem, or habit you might face, the next part is to first Create a vision around your life with that anchor. What does your future look like with the new, better you? What has been made possible by something bigger coming into your life and crushing all the things that once felt so big? Who have you become in this new vision? And once you've decided on that, consider what values are driving the person you have become. Are you patient, kind, or loving? Are you more assertive, committed, or diligent? What attributes or characteristics will be a part of future you? And here's the fun part. You may not be this future version of yourself yet, but you can begin to base your decisions around the same values. As you practice living those values now, they will become your new norm and you will become the person you desire to be in your new vision. The third piece is to discover your why. Why do you want to hold to these specific values? Why do you want to move towards this better vision? Why do you want to attach yourself to this new anchor? Once you have discovered your vision, your values, and your why, you will have a three-pronged grip on the anchor of your higher power. You have now established a new foundation that crushes the number one thing keeping most people from lasting change. All right. You've got this great vision. You've got your eyes and heart set on something bigger than the difficulties you face or the mistakes you make. How can you know this will actually work? Especially when you have years and years of experience that say otherwise. Well, that's the thing. Your so-called evidence, it's not what you think. And most any professional sport will prove this. Let's say you and your friend are watching a game where your favorite teams are playing against each other. Anytime your team starts to do well, the referees make a call that totally destroys any progress or momentum. Time and time again, this keeps happening until the game ends and your team loses. Your friend starts celebrating his team and maybe talks a little trash. What do you think? Do you think the refs were terrible? Do you think your team would have won if the refs would have at least been terrible for both sides? Now you watch the same game as your friend and you are crystal clear on what happened. But does your friend see it the same way? Maybe your friend acknowledges one or two bad calls but then points out bad calls against his team. Or maybe your friend says the rest were great. Either way, you and your friend were watching the same game, the same plays, the same referees. That the two of you see it completely different. That's because your life is not a series of events and experiences. Your life is how you see, interpret, and internalize 
a series of events and experiences. Now, don't get me wrong. Terrible things happen to good people, whether by accident or by the grotesque choices other people make. But the principle here is this. While you cannot always choose what happens to you, you can choose how you interpret and respond to it. It is in the response that any past trauma, past failure, or repeated blunders can become your catalyst for change. If you choose to see it that way. When doing this, you don't have to hide from the yuck. Acknowledge it. Then see what lesson you learned from it, even if that lesson is simply that you are strong because you endured it. Life is perspective, which means you can adjust the perspective on whatever evidence you think you have in order to support the change you desire. All right. You believe in something bigger than yourself and the challenges you face. You have adjusted your perspective to provide evidence that you are capable of change. Now, what about the people who push against your progress? We may be inclined to tell them where they can go, but that usually plays out better in our minds than in real life. Having said that, there are some naysayers you can just ignore and walk away from. Your change, it's not based on the approval of others. Then there are those that might be heavily integrated into your life. It might even be your spouse or another family member. Years of study and implementation has helped me discover the secret to combat the difficulty of those close to me who may not believe in or acknowledge my growth. And it's the same thing that helped change how my past influences my present and future. Again, it's perspective. It doesn't take much to realize those who are denying your growth or putting down your efforts, they are in serious pain. How much must someone hate themselves or be angry at the world to cheer for the fall of another? Look around. We're in a time when to disagree is to disavow. People literally believe that if you have a different perspective or opinion, then you are the worst kind of person. This takes a special kind of stuck, broken, hopeless mindset. And no one needs to submit to or deserves that kind of darkness aimed at them, which means you get to once again make a massively impactful choice. Will you choose to retaliate with the same kind of hurt at them or even at yourself? Or will you choose to recognize their lack of belief in you as a lack of faith in themselves? Hurt people hurt people. And that's not you anymore. So be the bigger person and be confident in your change. I found it helps to have a slogan or motto to repeat to myself when others attempt to deny my change. Something I've often used is a line I heard in a 90s movie. A woman uses it to stay calm in a tense situation and avoid some bad things. It goes, I never did mind the little things. I've also used a line from the song Tub Thumping by the group Chumbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Now, while I can't vouch for the entire movie or the rest of the lyrics to Tub Thumping, both examples have proven helpful for me to push forward. I guarantee that every spouse and every parent has something they want to change or improve. It's because being married and being a parent is a journey. So decide to make that change you've been putting off and apply what was shared today. And a great place to start would be to reduce the amount of conflict in your home. So check out this video to discover how you can turn heated arguments with your spouse into healthy communication that brings you closer together. Until next time, keep moving forward. I get knocked down, but I get up again. No, you're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. No, you're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again.